Hi, everyone. Um, I'm here with uh, B Waterfield, the CEO and franchisor of Baby College. Um, B, great to have you on. Hi, really nice to be here. Thanks, Stegan. No worries. Um, right. So uh, um, firstly, uh, just to, just so we can help everyone understand, um, what does Baby College offer your customers? Probably the best way of, of maybe phrasing that question. What, what do you do as a business? So Baby College is offers a very comprehensive, holistic baby and parent, baby and parent development and sensory program. So it, it very much fo focuses on nurturing early childhood development for the babies. But what I think is really special about Baby College is that we're really just as much um, about nurturing the parents as well and giving them confidence. Um, uh, giving them ideas, giving them inspiration so that they can really make great choices and become the parents that they always wish they could be. So it's it's the clue. You're going to ask me about the name. I know you are. So um, <laughs> the the clues in the name baby college, where would you choose to go to learn all about your baby? Obviously, you'd go to baby college. So it's parents learning alongside their infants, having a great time together, a mixed a mixed program. There are a lot of development and sensory programs out there now. Um, that wasn't the case when we first started 23 years ago, um, but um, uh, really, like I said, the focus is on um, on g giving the parents the tools and the confidence and the knowledge so that they can um, they can be their baby's first and best teacher. I love that. OK, so, yeah, that's something I haven't something I don't think about. I, I've been to a lot of these baby classes. I've got a 10 year old and eight year old now. So I'm Have kind of beyond, I'm beyond that. Um, but but I remember going to sensory classes and you're you know, still important I, again, as yeah. a parent. <laughs> but but what I, but what definitely what you've said there really strikes a chord, because as a new parent, um you know you are learning like you're reading books and you're talking to people that have that, that have older kids and you're trying to figure out how to do the best with your with your child and so I, I love that angle because I haven't seen that angle actually you know where where yeah you're talking about you're actually it's like the, the parents are going are going to school as well and 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 you're ensuring that they have more tools in their toolbox to help yeah. them Children. You wouldn't dream of um, doing anything in life and anything else in life without learning about it first, without sort of, you know, studying it a little bit. You wouldn't you don't even get a dog without going to puppy training classes and you certainly don't drive a car without having driving lessons. So, I mean, it, it really does make sense that, that there's something out there where parents can actually learn about their baby and about, you know, about how to best support their their little one's development without just having to read you know boring old books so and i know there are lots of classes out there but um like i said you know there was really nothing like this for example when my children were born um my son's almost 25 um and there was this and baby college wasn't around then either i would have absolutely loved to take my kids to baby college i read every book that was out there um, and i i wanted I, I wish i could have learned alongside other parents whilst having fun whilst with my child um you know, and rather than the sort of more traditional way. So I think classes in general offer a really great opportunity for parents to learn um, and to, to gain confidence and knowledge. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, absolutely. Um, I, yeah, I, I, le I learned a lot. Still learning, never stop. Yeah, We're, sure. we, oh, you always have to stay just one step ahead, don't you? And, yeah. and, and actually, yeah. personally, my favourite age of my children was always really the one that they were at at the time. Yeah. It yeah. just got better and better until about 14. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely an age. There, there are ages where you go, oh, I wish they were four again. But oh. then, you know what? 
sometimes when they were four, they were a bit of a pain as well. But I, there you go. That's I just... absolutely love the Nought to Threes is my favourite because I know the most about that. And I think you, you really do enjoy yeah. it more and, and really get more out of it and find it rewarding the more you know yeah. about it. It's the yes. same with everything. Absolutely. So, so look, you mentioned 23 years Baby College has been going. So take me back to um, when... When who started? Yeah, like well, who started Baby College, and then how you became involved, and and how you've got to where you've got to now with Baby College. So Baby College started um, as as a, the brand Baby College in the year two thousand. So the very first Baby College franchises were available um, from the year two thousand. Um, but before that, the founder um, Alison, who um, she she had a sort of physical education background and she she had children who had learning developmental delays herself and she was really passionate about how how could a parent best support their children um, and in her case that had you know actual um, sort of dyspraxia dyslexia type problems um, so she used her physical education background to study um, neurodevelopmental um, uh, sort of practicing and she actually worked as a practitioner for 15 years before setting up baby college so she herself was very experienced and this program the baby college program as as it was in 2000 really came out of her work with children with developmental delays um, what I think what she realized was that she was seeing children who were younger and younger and younger and, and actually realizing that the earlier that children um, you know get this extra level of stimulation and education and support particularly from their parents um, then the better their outcomes were going to be so she was seeing you know three-year-olds two-year-olds so she de she decided that it would be a great idea to put together a program um, that you know could be run in a fun class with parents coming along with 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 all all children you know these these games these exercises were beneficial for all babies regardless of whether they had problems or not um so she put together this original baby college program like i said that was in the year 2000 um i was actually one of the first franchisees so i actually started as a franchisee um i discovered this program it was running in reading i was in oxford um and thought this would have been amazing when my kids were little. I would have loved it. Um, and, you know, I just absolutely saw the benefit of it. I was looking for um, a, something to do when my children went to school. So I wanted to do, I wanted to go back to work. I'd been a project manager. I had a maths degree, you know, very, very science based. Um, I'd worked in multimedia. So I, I didn't want to do any of those things because they, I didn't really care about any of those things. What I'd really cared about was my children. I'd had two, two babies by then. Um, so 2004, um, I was looking for opportunities. I was trying to decide what to do. And I saw Baby College advertised as a franchise. I thought that is absolutely me. <laughs> That's what I want to do. So, um, so I brought Baby College to Oxford um, in 2004, 2000. We started January 2005, our first classes. Wow. Um, so okay. that, that's so, how that's how I that's how I found it, um, and then so, yeah, so, I've so taken just, it from there. So so be so 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 just um, before that, then when how long did it take from baby college to go from a business to a franchise business, if you like? So like what what at what point did they franchise the business? So I think she was running her own classes um, up until about two thousand, and she met another lady who said, "Oh, this would be a really good." franchise business there weren't very many 
children's activity franchises around at the time. There yeah. were some really well established ones that are still around, like Tumble Tots. Um, yeah. Struggled Jim Jam uh, Jimbery had been around yeah. for a while, but that's a slightly different model. Um, there was very little like this, so none of the ones that you might recognise today were were around then. So to be honest, it was quite a brave decision that they made to 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 do it as a franchise, and they did it through the the BFA, the British Franchising Association. So they set it up really well, really well, probably over-specified, if you are. that's my opinion now. So I think they, they put quite a lot of money into setting it up. Um, and um, and I think the first, um, they, they ran a pilot area in Reading from 2000, um, and they probably, I think they sold their first license in the next neighboring sort of area of Bracknell um, in about 2001, or, and then they sold their original area too soon <laughs> in Reading as well so and then the, the main big first launch was 2004 and that's where that's where I found it that's where you found it and and so um yeah a question I'd written down was about um you and kind of the word franchising and and um it, it's really interesting because it's really interesting for me to ask and to understand well wh when did people actually understand what franchising really was because no, there's yeah, I had no idea. You had and, no and idea. I, I wasn't looking for a franchise. I yeah. was looking to run my own business. I knew that I wanted to run my own business. I knew that I had project management skills. Um, I wanted to find something I really cared about and I really wanted to set up my own entrepreneurial business. And I would have set up an independent business if I'd if I'd had a good idea and <laughs> and this hadn't come up, come about first. And when I saw this, I didn't know what franchising was and I had to research that. That was my first protocol was to to go online and and to find out what you know get some some brochures from the bfa and find out what does franchising mean and do you remember what do you remember what you your perception of what franchising was before you started going into that kind of research mode um because you'd seen baby college as a franchise i think the only ones that i was aware of were you know the big ones like mcdonald's so yep. restaurants yeah. Um, I had been aware of um, sort of cleaning franchises and people like Molly Maid and some yep. of the brands like that. Um, I, I, I wasn't I think I knew that Tumble Tots was run as a franchise, but yep. I also thought that franchises were big operations. So I, I, I didn't imagine that, you know, somebody who wanted to work part time with children half the time could be a franchisee and could run a franchise. I didn't know they could be that small for example. Yeah. So that was the, that's the learning curve you went through. And so, so with, so you did all this research and you ended up deciding, yes, me, yeah. baby college is the right business. Absolutely. For me. And we went about, they, they'd gone about it really well. They'd set it up really well in the first place. And we did a really, really good business plan. Um, we spent, a, you know, um, I actually, um, I bought into it in 2004 with a friend. Yep. Um, so there were two of us and we, we together we had different different backgrounds so she was um, had an accountancy background and I had a more of a music um, project management um, and complete baby nerd background <laughs> so uh, and you know a little bit of teaching so um uh, so we were quite complementary and we put together a really great business plan really detailed um, which is really important it's very very important as a franchisee uh, that you do really good due diligence. You're responsible for making sure that this is the right opportunity and that it's going to work in your area. So, so uh, would, would um, so you say you're one of the first. W were you effectively like a pilot? Were you part of that first wave? I'm guessing of franchisees, which 
which no matter how well you're set up, um, you're always going to learn from those first few. So were you part of that? So there was one, there was, there was their original territory that they'd been running themselves, which they sold. Yeah. And there was one pilot area that I think they sold for a lower cost to get, you know, to test out the concept. And then they did a big marketing campaign um, and there was no social media in those days, don't forget. So uh, there was not even any Facebook. <laughs> so they were marketing in um, primary times was the, the main one to reach parents with school age children. Um, and they did. Um, so we were the first wave of, you know, big training session. Um, there were five, five of us taking on uh, taken on at the same time. So that would bring the numbers up to seven. Yeah, right. I've got a got a copy of Primary Time sat on the kitchen I table know. right now. So oh. yeah, <laughs> so it's funny. I was paging through it actually. So so there yeah. you go. So um, all right. So so tell me after that, so you become a franchisee and and you're getting the business up and running and it's obviously going well. Yeah. How long how long was that period in your life where you were a franchisee of Baby? Well, I know that one of one of the questions that you might possibly be asking me later is one of the biggest hurdles or challenges. Well, for us, it was that um, roughly six or seven months after we launched and, and our classes were doing were doing OK, actually, we'd you know, it's always quite hard at the beginning. First term was a struggle, but we were really, you know, making a go of it. And, and it was it, parents were loving it. Um, but after six or seven months, the franchisors walked out on us. <laughs> so that was our that was my first big challenge in my business wow. was I was basically effectively left as de facto franchisor and we took ownership i took um the existing franchisees took ownership of the business at that point um okay. and to be honest, it was it was basically me that was running it from then so and and so okay so how did that how did that happen like why did that happen because it, it, it was so, obviously a good business and and so it was a great business so okay that that's that's a top tip for anyone thinking about going into franchising if you're if you're working with other people make sure that you are going in the same direction and that you want the same things out of your business so think ahead a little bit you know what what is your longer term plan don't jump into it because it's a great idea and then realize that one of you wants to take on lots of debt and grow really fast and one of you wants to be really cautious grow organically and because they want to retire in a few years time so yes perhaps don't, there's a there's a lesson to be learned from our previous franchisors that they were they were fantastic they did an amazing job and I can't fault anything about the program really um but um yes they they perhaps hadn't really quite aligned themselves together and they were working together without realizing that actually wanted different things and and so how how many franchisees were there at the time when that happened when the franchise yeah. yeah there were seven seven and, yes. and and how did you go about pulling pulling all of you together and almost getting in a huddle and saying we're okay something that i, I feel i'm quite good at is getting people to work together so um we we really had to all get together decide what we we're going to do two people decided to stop immediately they didn't want to continue without the support of a sort of a franchise or you know a, yeah. official franchise or at that point five um five the people wanted to continue um so effectively like i said I, I think i said before the call i've been a franchisee i've almost effectively been an independent business so yeah. we really did run baby college oxford as an independent business within a within a group of other people running alongside and with a shared website and things um, for about 10 years 
Right. Okay. So, so you almost went from a franchisee to to becoming a corporate site, which is an independent, really. And and yeah, I mean, we owned the trademark, so we owned, yeah. you know, we owned yeah. all of the IP. Um, yeah. But yes, we were we were running with no support, so we we did it ourselves. Wow. Okay. And 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 from then, you obviously had to learn a whole new business model because you because as a franchise, being a franchise is a very different. Uh, business to being a franchisee or running an independent business and definitely in at the deep end yeah Yeah. like you're on your own you've got you've got to you've got to make all these decisions um but to be honest I relish the challenge so I think again if you want to be a franchisor you have to be somebody that that loves a challenge rises to a challenge it's it's you know what gets you up in the morning so um it was it was exciting as well because we we had the business established it was starting to go well um i felt confident that we would be fine to to continue to run it um i could see opportunities to develop the initial program that we'd been given um so spent and and also i thought it was a great opportunity to to you know, really sort of make this the best program that it can be so spent you know 10 years teaching classes successfully in Oxford and running a successful small business in Oxford while my kids grew up um, and developing the program to the program it is today, which is much different. You know, you, you'd recognize that the baby college is in there, but it's it's much bigger and more comprehensive than it was then. So um, and yes, really did prove the concept 10 years of, of proving that it works in Oxford. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very well proven model. And how long did it take then um, as a franchisor before you, I guess, gained the confidence to go out and attract new fran- new people to, to become franchisees? So it, it wasn't really a, a case of confidence. I think we, I, if I'd had to go out and, find, and, and sort of mark it, although I didn't really, probably wouldn't have known what I was doing at that point. Um, I think it was something that we could have, we could have grown at that point. And I think in with hindsight because it's great hindsight isn't it thinking what would i've done differently i might have launched it earlier um but i'm glad i didn't because i got to spend that time um working part-time and and letting you know giving my children the best parenting that i could which you know i I was torn i was torn because i wanted the business to be really successful and grow but i was also just trying to put the brakes and say no i have to you know i have to do what i'm teaching all my parents to do which is to to be a good parent and to really nurture my own children so it was really a case of waiting until my children were um you know teenagers before feeling like now i have the i have the space this is the right time to relaunch as a franchise sort out all of the loose ends and you know launch it properly again so 2015 it it was relaunched fully you know fully as a franchise wow okay and 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 how how have you gone since then be like what from 2015 to to present day look we all know there's been challenges in that time lots actually yeah um we you know i think everyone's aware of what they all are now but but where where are are you at as a network um in terms of size yeah yeah, it's going well i mean um I'm sure there are companies that have grown more slowly and there are companies that have grown more quickly. Um, it's It's been, uh, it, you probably the initially could still be described a little bit as organic growth, um, but there was definitely a, a plan not to take on lots of debt. I didn't want to do it that way. It's, it's, it's not that type of business. So um, the initial five areas that had been running for 10 years at the point in 2015, there was one of the ladies that wanted to retire. So um, we sold sold her area to, to our first 
new franchisee 2015 the um uh, and and gradually i've actually bought out everybody so it's now just just me the franchise or talk about loose ends but it's sort of been a natural it's been at a time when somebody wanted to retire time when somebody wanted to move on do something else and the next person wanted to move on do something else so um so from the initial sort of um there were three areas really established and been running in 2015 there are now 22 areas in the uk and there are seven areas internationally so it's it's been a it's been a reasonably busy growth um the pandemic didn't really hit us too badly um we we pivoted really well um but it probably slowed our growth a little bit so we're hoping now that it's going to start growing again at the speed that we intended to before that no, so B, there's something to be said. I mean, we see it all the time. You, you can um, you you can look at numbers and 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 you can put numbers on franchisees and say, oh, we want to bring on 10, 15, 20 franchisees a year and grow like that. But it's a big, big mistake um, to to look at it that way. I mean, you need to set some goals, of course, but um, but way more important is sustainable growth. And and sustainable growth in franchising is about finding the right people. That's the absolute key. And um, and you've got to you've got to find those right people. And yeah, it's always preferential. Right. Oh, it's it, like it, it is. I, 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 Quality, say, not quantity. Totally. I, I would say to any franchisor out there. And look, we help franchisors find franchisees. Right. So, you know, it kind of goes against if I'm on a sales side over here, I'm kind of going against what my sales self is saying. I, I, what I would always say to franchisors is, look, you can aim to get 10 new franchisees in a year or in a 12 month period, but far better is to get five and those five really go on and, 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 and just do great. You know, they, they're profitable and they run a good business and they, they have a certain independence to them. Yes. They, they need the support, but, but also that they, they can think for themselves as well. That five is way better than a mixture of 10. Um, and, and you might hit some goals in a KPI spreadsheet, but but it, it's not about that. It's about what can those five do? And there's no doubt to me that those five will achieve far more and help the brand way more than the 10 you might have taken on if that had been your focus as a goal. So, um, look, I, I you are completely right. I mean, all the, these are all lessons I've learned from experience that I know now that, um, yes, I mean, I'm, yeah, perhaps if somebody had given me that advice. 10 years ago then uh, I wouldn't have made some of the some of the mistakes everyone makes mistakes and you learn from them um, and then you move on and I think the the pandemic interestingly um, had you know some big pros that came out of it like really getting people talking to each other I mean I've, I think I've learned that I mean I, I read the other day that you know competition is something that happens at the bottom and collaboration is something that happens at the top so I think if you if you're confident that you're doing a good job, I think it's really great to collaborate with other people and learn from them. And we've had some fantastic advice and consultancy. And um, yeah, it's really, really helped to, to get, you know, get it all ship shape and and enable us to be in a position to be able to grow with you know less pain. Yeah, but, uh, uh, no, B, I'm I'm entirely aligned on that. What do you say? Uh, you know, c collaboration at the high level. Um, with your competitors or what other people might see as your competitors. I, I just think that is amazing. And, and I never see it more than in 
um, the children's activities, you know, area. I, like, I, I, it's unbelievable the collaboration. It's a friendly group. sector. Oh. It really is a very friendly sector. It, it is. Like, in a way, you're all competing. To, to, to be honest, for, um, you know, certainly in a cost of living crisis, parents are making decisions about where to spend the money on their child development and is that sport is it this is it that is it music i mean there's so many things out there i know as a parent um so you are all competing but but i just see the collaboration it's it's done in the absolute best possible way well, and, I know. Um, <laughs> you know you're right and it, it because we all actually have the same underlying aim you know yeah. what we all want is for is you know for the benefit of parents and and little ones and babies and children and the future generations and the majority of people working in the children's activity center are parents themselves not everybody but you know it's something that you're doing it because you really care about it you're not it, it's it's a different business from a lot of businesses it isn't just about the bottom line financially yeah. it, it really is um it really is more about what you can achieve and and leaving leaving a little bit of a legacy ideally no, that it shines through. Everyone, everyone in the, you know, in that children's activity sector, if you want to kind of lump it into one big sector name, um, mm -hmm. it's exactly the same. You know, it's it's about the children. It, it, like first and foremost is is how to help the children. Obviously, the parents go hand in hand with that. You, you've you've put it so well yourself with with baby. Know, so I'm getting so old now. I think of the parents as children as well. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, new, exactly, new but... parents, new parents need nurturing. I mean, my new franchisees, they need nurturing. I, I feel like it's it's the you know, the franchisees are helping new parents. But, I, you know, I'm helping the franchisees who are new franchisees. So it's all it's all about, you know, everyone helping somebody else, um, you know, and it'll all filter down to, you know, everyone being more confident you know, enjoying being a parent, um, better educated, better developed children. And I mean, something that I'm really passionate about is is extending the reach of our program because it's amazing to to a wider audience. So, you know, we're doing a we're, we're doing a research project with Goldsmiths, um, UCL and Middlesex, where we're actually um, being able to reach um, more vulnerable families. So underserved communities, people who've, who would never go to a baby college or any class. Um, in, in normal circumstances. And I really want to extend that. And I'm really hoping that the, we're going to have a, a charity called the Little Seed Project coming out of that. So there, there's so many other aspects to it that I'm now able to do because I've got to this position. So um, yes, it, it, it's really important to me to, 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 to stick to the science, um, to, to make sure that the programme is the best it can be and to tr try and make sure that as many families are gonna be able to benefit from it in the future as possible. Okay, so to, so yeah, let let's spend a little bit of time on that little seed project because it's uh, that sounds amazing what you're doing there. Um, yeah. What what's the what's the ultimate kind of aim around that? And I know you're 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 going through that and working working with these great you know great colleges and brands. Um, but what's the ultimate goal or, or aim there? And and um, and how so will it benefit parents that couldn't it's afford part of, um, a research project that we're doing with with goldsmiths like a goldsmiths ucl in middlesex so three different london universities um and so i'm a, a phd supervisor along with four others um four academics from those universities and um we're baby college is, is um the industrial collaborator we're using our program as part of the um scientific um research and um, we're four years into a five year research project. So the results are starting to come in. They're looking very, very positive. Um, so 
um, the the aim of the project um, it has a very specific scientific aim that it's it's looking at music and language I can't tell you too much about that because it's not been published yet um, but they're also looking more generally and holistically at the benefit of classes like baby college for parents and little ones and, and their attachment um, and their children's development so um, and you know like I said it, it's looking very positive I think we all have a feeling that that classes and, and activities and stimulation and and signing and dancing and singing and music and sensory is always good for good for babies and good for families but it'd be amazing if we can have some scientific proof of that um, and then um, the researcher who's working on the project and baby college me um, we're very keen to um, to take it forward after the project is finished as the little seed project as a charity so to set it up as a charity with the aim of enabling families that perhaps can't afford or would not aware of classes to be able to to get the benefit of classes in what direction that ends up going i can't possibly tell you now um, we have lots of ideas um, um, and we we have lots of lovely um, other companies and academics who are really keen to support that so we've got lots of really great people on board and enthusiastic already um, but it really it will I mean, even if we even if we only help the 130 families that we're currently working with, that's that's great start. But um, and obviously, if it can grow and it could be something that was adopted more widely, that would be amazing. Oh, brilliant. Well, no, best of luck. Best of luck with that and getting to the end of the uh, the five years and, and be very, very interested to see how that uh, it is. How it's, it's separate from baby college the franchise in a yeah. way but but some of yeah. the franchisees are involved in the project um and it's yeah. just it, it it does you know it really highlights the importance of children's activities of of, yeah. of, you know, of parents the importance of parents and the importance of the involvement of parents in in their you know in their babies starting early education um it's the sort of thing that um, the the Princess of Wales is is obviously um, very much involved in now as well, um, and hopefully you know it'll come from lots of different sources, but that message will get across that that you know the early years is absolutely critical. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So, so um, to anyone listening, um, be who's interested in finding out more for whatever reason it might be maybe they want to maybe they maybe it's a business they can absolutely see themselves doing like you saw back you know back yeah. all that time ago or um or maybe that they're really interested in um in 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 the little seed uh kind of idea of that project and that scientific research and, and maybe helping out if, if possible where's the best place you would say they should go and and get access well to some it's all signposted from our babycollege.co.uk website of course but the little seed project does have its own website so if you googled the little seed project then you'd be able to find it quite easily that way as well okay brilliant all right um well oh, no. just contact me and ask me <laughs> there you go <laughs> um so uh, i suppose one you know one of the last questions i wanted to ask was um as a franchisor and and yes you're in the middle of the journey and it's 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 an ongoing one but what what does success really mean to you as a franchisor so not not as a as a business owner not as a potential charity in the future helping people but but what does success overall look like for you as a franchisor so i mean it is figures but it's not necessarily financial figures it's really i mean i i measure it by how many families you know how many families did a baby college class this week or you know how many how many children have we reached how many 
how many families loved it so much that they've renewed for the next term um you know test great testimonials coming back from family customers who come to classes great testimonials coming back from franchisees who are running their business so if, and if i for me if i can enable um other parents to to have a, a sort of um a career that fits in as well with their children growing up as as mine did with mine then i feel like i've done a good job i feel like that's that is success it gives me loads of loads of reward it's it's you know it, it couldn't be more rewarding really um you know it just just being able to have a, a job that you've loved you know for 19 years what's to argue with that i mean the the job i had previously working in software with um creating software educational software for mobile phone salesmen i mean i'm so glad i'm not still doing that <laughs> this is something i just you know i really care about and and to be honest if it's successful great that's a bonus yeah well and it seems as being very successful and it, and it's only going to it's only going to grow um be and um, I think the uh, the key thing for me is the foundation seem to have been laid really, really well, and um, and the future is bright for, for Baby College, not just here, but but uh, but but globally, maybe one day. And well, uh, no, no, we have, we, like I said, we have we have seven franchisees abroad. Baby College is in Canada and Turkey and Bulgaria and Georgia and Oman. <laughs> well, there you go. It yeah, was, it was in Zimbabwe too. Oh. Was it? it was actually a baby college in Zimbabwe, so I know oh. that's where you're from originally. It is, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, during, unfortunately, during the pandemic, she had to move to South Africa, so that was the end of that. Oh, but, that was the end yeah. of that. We'll, okay, we'll get back so, there one day. Okay, so you are already a part global brand. That's uh, that's a that's a that's amazing, B. And and um, what what does um, in the UK? So if we look at the UK, what what's the potential for baby college? baby colleges around the country like how much potential is there like is it is it hundreds is it how, how do you see it in terms of in terms of franchisees or numbers of franchisees or business owners what does that look like i mean the the potential with the model that we're currently running where you know obviously you sell a franchise territory to a new franchisee you know the country's mapped into um you know the 150 territories that are, are viable territories that obviously if it gets really successful you can then create new more territories because the brand is, is well known nationally um but there are also i mean that there are more opportunities really for a brand like baby college um and we're actually looking more into um how we can take the brand into nursery and to a nursery setting as well but again as i've sort of done uh, baby college like it is now I'm going to be doing it well and carefully and doing it in the right way so we're not going to it's not something that I'm going to rush um, needs to be done needs to be the best so uh, um, yeah I think there's there's yeah there's a lot of opportunity I would I mean I would love it I would absolutely love it if obviously um, there was help from the government and they decided that it was a great program and that really babies would benefit from it you know it all if from all demographics because any activity that parents have to pay for, obviously you're limiting your market, aren't you? So well, well, be good. Good research projects carried out well um, can lead to that kind of a thing. So you know, that's, who that's, knows? That's, who knows what the future holds there? But um, and that will that will help a lot more um, businesses than just yours. Um, that kind of yeah. that kind of thing. So, um, yeah. but. Well, B, look, uh, thanks so much for, for coming on today. I really appreciate your time and, and getting to know you a bit. And, um, you know, That's I hope, all right. I, hope... I mean, I hope I 
make it clear that franchises come in all sizes and shapes. So, um, you know, you can be a franchisee of a, of a business that you do 36 weeks of the year, um, you know, nine classes a week. That's that's a, still a franchise. You're, you're running your own business, you know, all the way up to, you know, you could be running a McDonald's franchise with three territories or something that's huge. So, you know, franchises aren't all just one size, are they? No, and I, no, I think that's a that's a really good point to make. I, I think anyone that looks into franchising as a potential for their own business, you're right. There, there's so much flexibility there. There's there's so many different investment levels and and types that mm. it's just a case of taking your time and and seeing what might fit, and then doing your due diligence and and research and everything else. And um, yeah, that's true. And, uh, but I think yeah, my my over my overriding like. Um, so summary really is do something you really care about. Yeah, I think that helps. I I, I think that's very good advice. And <laughs> be uh, and we'll end on that on that tip. Do, yeah, do do something you love and enjoy. I think that's you can't go wrong from that starting point. So Not really, um, all right, okay, B. Well, listen, lovely chatting, and um, yeah, we will. No, thanks very much for having me. Around. No problem. All Always right. happy to talk about babies. <laughs> And I'm happy to talk about franchising all day, B. So, you know, there you go. Um, all right. See you later.